You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, when you're doing a tough workout, you halfway through, you might want to you know, crap out and might want to stop and give up. And then you push yourself and you're like, okay, if I can do five more reps, I'll get to this point. And then at that point, if I can just do another minute, I'm almost done. And so I think that's been one of the biggest things that I've taken away, you know, having to push yourself and and sometimes having to do things that are difficult. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Roscoe, founder and coach of Built for the Stage, an online training program that helps actors train like athletes. Actors are athletes, so start training like one. Head on over to the website, builtforthestage.com. You can fill out your name and email, and we'll be on our way with a free trial. As always, we have an exciting guest for you today, Built for the Stage fam, Casey Garvin, coming to you on Zoom right now. We are in our amazing COVID-19 times, and we're just making things work. Casey's currently in the cast of Mrs. Doubtfire on Broadway, and we're itching, we're craving, we're salivating for him to come back to uh, the stage so we can see this, uh, see this show. So welcome to the podcast, Casey. Yeah, thanks for having me, Joe. Happy to be here. It's our pleasure. This is your second time now uh, on the podcast. Yes, it is. Last time we were uh, sitting near Blockheads. Yeah, on, Rural Plaza. Yeah, what is that, 48th or? 9th and 50th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 59th. Yeah. And you were in uh, King Kong at the time. Yes, I was. And you missed, you missed that gorilla. I do, I do. I miss the show. I miss uh, puppeteering, especially, and the choreography. And it was such a physical challenge getting to do that eight times a week, plus working out and everything. I was like in the best shape of my entire life. Um, yeah. And it put me in this like new place, my Phoenix phase, as we've talked about. Um, and uh, yeah, I miss that show, but I do love Mrs. Doubtfire. And I, I, I really look forward to getting to share that with New York. Amazing. Tell us a little bit about that rehearsal process. And just like, you know, I'm such a big fan of the movie and, you know, Robin Williams, amazing work. Um, his spirit lives on in Aladdin, and now his spirit's living on in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire coming Doubtfire, up here. Yeah, well, Rob, I have to give a shout out to Rob McClure. He is unbelievable. He 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 took that role, you know, kept what was sacred about the movie and about Robin Williams, and then made it his own and made it a you know the Broadway version. And 
It is just spectacular. He is unbelievable. He's so good. He's also like the kindest human ever. Um, but rehearsals, we started back in October for Seattle. We did an out-of-town out of town tryout at the Fifth Avenue Theater. Um, we rehearsed for a few weeks in the city and then went out to Seattle. And, uh, oh, you got to see Miss Stephane, Stephane in Seattle. That's awesome. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. We, we changed a little bit, not too much. Um, we started previews uh, back in March, three days before the COVID shutdown. Um, but, yeah, we went out of town. We got to have a nice kind of low-key no pressure preview process um, where, you know, we weren't in New York yet. The, 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 the pressure was lower and we got to just have fun. And the Seattle audiences were just incredible and so warm and welcoming. And they laughed. The whole show was great. And uh, so we made some changes there, brought it back. We started rehearsals for Broadway at the end of January, beginning of February. And uh, we rehearsed for four weeks, went into tech and then had three previews, and then we uh, were pressing pause for now. Amazing. Um, how much of the movie can we expect to see on the stage, and what exciting new things can we be looking forward to? Totally. Well, it is a musical, so there's that. Um, <laughs> some of the, the music and some of the numbers are already on YouTube and on the Mrs. Doubtfire Instagram page, uh, at Doubtfire B-Way. Um, so you can get a little preview of some of the awesome music. Um, the Kirkpatrick brothers are just incredible with uh, the score and the book. And um, you can expect some of the, the jokes that you know and love, uh, maybe told in different ways. Uh, and there's also tons of new jokes that are just as funny, if not more hilarious. Um, so there's a good, the heart and soul of the movies there with this like kind of updated 2020 uh, storyline. But it's, it's very similar, but different <laughs> um it's a busy um mary caroline from sandal says it's a busy show for actors what do you enjoy most about being in the show what's your favorite part for your particular track in the show um i do love make me a woman which is uh a fun number where we we turn uh daniel into mrs doubtfire and um it's a fun like high energy jazz disco number um, and I love getting to really dance on a Broadway stage, really like just <laughs> crushing it um, mm -hmm. and living. Uh, I also do a, I don't want to give too much away, you know? Yeah. There's, there's a moment where there's like a trio of us, um, myself, Calvin Cooper and Elena Waters, who's just like unbelievable. Um, and we do a bit of a flamenco moment. I won't give anything else away, but that's really fun and it's hot and exciting. Um, and there's so much happening on the stage that it's a really incredible moment. Um, this is the yeah. movie scene when they're like at the salon and they have them in the yeah. chair. I was, I was watching the movie. I with my, not giving too much away. <laughs> no, I was watching my, um, uh, I was watching the movie with my wife about a week ago in quarantine <laughs> and, um, we have it on DVD actually. Mm. Um, $5 special back in the Walmart days of living yeah. in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. But we spent the whole, because um, obviously it's out right now or it will be back. And we spent the whole movie guessing, oh, this will be a great time for a song or this is when a song is going to come in yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely a scene where I was like, oh, this is going to be epic on that stage. So that's so cool. and glad that you guys are going to be doing some fun stuff up there. For yeah, us. It's, re it's really great. And we'll see how much changes when we come back in 
finally get to put in all the little tweaks that we were planning before the pause, you know, because previews are such an incredible time for new shows um, because you see what works and what doesn't and you have to let go of certain parts and and keep closer to uh, some other parts and make better. Um, So we'll see, you know, how much changes and how much just makes the show even better by uh, opening. Yeah. So your fitness has been a huge part of your journey um, as a human, as a performer. Yeah. Um, We had these shirts made of the saying stronger than before your message of the Phoenix, the tattoo you have. Um, We're going to get to a question from someone in a second, but just kind of explain uh, in general how fitness was such a huge impact on your kind of coming, rising from the ashes story. Totally. Well, um, first of all, like, you know, you said actors are athletes and it's true. Um, doing eight shows a week is, is tough. No matter what show you're doing, it's mentally, you have to be sound and physically you have to be sound. Um, so for me, I had a bit of a tough time a few years ago and, and was at the like bottom of my, um, journey there. Uh, and when I came out of that, I discovered fitness and realized that if I go to the gym, and work out an hour later, I tend to feel better. I feel happier. I feel less stressed. I feel less anxious. Um, and then I was like, huh, I should probably do this all the time because then I'll always be feeling great. Um, and so that kind of started my journey. Um, when I started built for the stage, it really showed me how to work out correctly. I think I kind of needed a trainer to guide me. Um, But I had an awareness of what to do in the gym. I knew how to pick up a weight. I knew how to kind of keep pretty good form. I just didn't know how to structure my workouts. Um, And also, at the same time that I started built for the stage, I was doing King Kong, um, which was like the hardest thing in the world at first uh, to puppeteer that giant gorilla. Um, So I knew that I also had to be stronger than the show, um, which would be like my second choice for my slogan. After stronger than before, it'd be stronger than the show. Because um, you do, you have to be, you have to be able to function in real life. And sometimes you're doing workshops during the day, you know, ten to six Monday through Saturday. Plus, then you're going to do your show at night, or leaving and going to a matinee, coming back to rehearsal. So there's so many, um, you know, elements to the business other than just doing the show every night. It's you know, it's a it's a lifestyle. Um, and I knew that I wanted to, um, yeah, be stronger than the show. Um, but in terms of like my personal life, sorry, but I was going to just say, um, in my personal life, yeah, I I fell in love with working out and it helped me get through this really hard time and, um, like recalibrated some, some chemicals in there and, and I feel stronger than before. Yeah. That's why I wanted to talk about like the mental aspect that you're about to get right here is like, we just did that Instagram live workout. We're having this chat and my... I couldn't be any more stimulated right now, you know. Like, yeah, I feel I'm so buzzy. <laughs> laser focus, like alive, feeling like we should, frankly. Yeah. Um talk about how that aspect of like knowing that you put yourself through tough things, but you always persevere and you have this daily habit of doing so, and how during your comeback and now in, in life, how you're able to keep leaning on that knowledge and that uh, feeling of what you've learned through this fitness journey. Totally. Well, I think, you know, when you're doing a tough workout, you halfway through, you might want to 
you know, crap out and you might want to stop and give up. And then you push yourself and you're like, okay, if I can do five more reps, I'll get to this point. And then at that point, if I can just do another minute, I'm almost done. And so I think that's been one of the biggest things that I've taken away. It's been, um, you know, having to push yourself and, and sometimes having to do things that are difficult and having the mental capacity to say, okay, if I can just push myself to do this, not just in working out, but okay, I have so many errands to run and I have to do it before 12. If I force myself to get up an hour earlier and I just do it, then by the, the end result will be so much better. Um, so that aspect of it, for sure, I've learned a lot of, um, what's the word? Um, like mental, uh, um, <laughs> you, you reach for it live and then we'll edit it. On the episode. <laughs> like, mental uh, fortitude? what is it? Mental fortitude. Yeah, sure. Being strong enough to like push past something. Um, uh, perseverant, persevering, all of that good resilient. stuff. Resilient. I probably need to eat a little bit more after that workout. Resilient. Um, resilient. All of the above. Um, <laughs> so you've got that aspect, pushing through and continuing to do something, setting a goal, having a, uh, accountability. Um, and then, yeah, the mental side effects of it is that then you push through and those endorphins are just rushing into your head and putting out all the good chemicals. And you do feel better once you you know, you push through and you, that's what gets me through is like, I'm going to feel so good after this. I'm going to be so focused and energized and ready to go. Um, yeah. once you fuel up. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So you, you had this, this kind of rebirth. You book Kong, and then shortly after you booked Doubtfire, how did your increased fitness help you going into the audition room? Um, yeah, just like, fit, not even just the aesthetic, but just like everything we've been kind of talking about, kind of connect that now to the moment you walk into the room to audition. Totally. Well, I, you know, am able to do so much more than I was, you know, four years ago when I was kind of in the lowest part. If I was walking into an audition room, then I'd be nervous about how cardio heavy is the comp, the audition combo going to be. Um, am I going to have to sing at 11 o'clock in the morning, even though I'm tired and, and exhausted and don't have good energy and, uh, my, my voice isn't there, you know, but now four years later being at kind of not the necessarily the peak, I hope there's still further to go up, but at the, you know, hopefully the top of my game right now, I walk into an audition room. If the combo's hard, I know that I have the facility 
to do that. And I had this facility, you know, before kind of the, the slump, um, cause I was a dancer first. And so now connecting this strength in with the like flexibility and dance movements that I continue to work on that I maybe lost a few years ago, the strength with the flexibility. Now I, I know I can walk into an audition room and, and if I'm put through a three hour, you know, intense dance combo, I know that I have this, the strength and, and the, uh, the facility to do that yeah. and come back in the afternoon and keep going. And I know how to fuel myself so that I have the energy and the focus and, and really the confidence too, to walk in and say, okay, I know that I am at the top of my game. I'm, if, if I don't get this job, it's not because I didn't do the best that I could or be the best that I am. Yeah. So uh, Brett Schufer is asking about your transformation photo, which is amazing. Um, and just that, physical aesthetic of like the transformation talk to us a little bit about your your eating habits and how they were negatively affecting you and then <laughs> the adjustments you made to uh make this transformation totally um so let's go back a few years to like the slum i was ordering chinese food every night i was ordering thai food every day um ordering takeout with almost every meal, I was getting a bagel and a breakfast sandwich every morning. And not that those things are, are bad in moderation, you know, any sort of, any sort of, um, diet that you want to do should be a lifestyle. It shouldn't be, I'm cutting all of this out. I can't enjoy a single thing, you know, but then I was overeating. I was eating to feel better, which is never gonna, never gonna be in your favor. Um, so then cut a few years later, um, as I started to climb up, which actually happened during Miss Saigon, I started like, huh, maybe I should think more about what I eat. And someone in the cast uh, recommended Whole30. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I like don't want to go 30 days without eating bread. I don't want to go 30 days without having a cocktail. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. But then I was like, what if I tried for 30 days to cut this stuff out? And like, that was the first time I saw a big transformation after the like slump and the rise up into the Phoenix phase. Um, I was like, whoa, this actually works. Like maybe there's something to doing something you don't want to do. And so I did it and I felt so much better. Um, and so I stuck with Whole30 and I did Whole30 kind of intermittently for that whole year, which was the year 2017. Um, I cut out alcohol fairly often. I cut out bread. I cut out dairy. Um, and so I was doing lots of lean meats, lots of veggies, fruits. Um, and that made a huge difference to my energy. Once I got through the sugar withdrawal, I was like buzzing all the time. I felt like I could, I was unstoppable. I was talking um, to Brett about that a little bit yesterday about just going against the grain and like yeah. being uncomfortable for those couple weeks and allowing the body to kind of reset and also accept a new neutral, a new general state of, oh, this is just what I do. This is what I consume. This is what I don't consume. Totally. And what you thought before was impossible is now just a part of your normal every day. Right. Right. And that goes into what I was trying to say before about like uh, pushing yourself and, and having accountability and doing something that is maybe difficult and that you maybe don't want to do. It's like now with diet, going back to your question, I 
I, I do things now because I want to push myself and like show that I have that kind of accountability and that I can go 10 days without doing this, or I can go a week without doing this because then I know I a, don't need a, B and C. I don't need to eat ice cream. I don't need to have a drink, you know, like all of those things. Because then when I'm like, you know what, it's Saturday night and it's been two weeks of eating really healthy and really clean. And I think we should go get a pint of ice cream and share it and give in and just like enjoy it because food is delicious. And like, that's okay. But knowing that I, you know, have that accountability. Um, and now for the most part, I stick to um, a keto based diet or keto lifestyle. I found for me, it gives me the most mental focus, especially in a rehearsal room. Um, I don't need to eat as much because fat has so many calories that my meal, my meal preps go from like three shelves in the fridge to like a shelf and then a bunch of olive oil and coconut oil and <laughs> MCT oil. Um, I don't, I, I know there's not enough research to say like, this is my lifestyle all the time. So I tend to do like a month or two of keto transition back into like low carb with sweet potatoes and then go back into like a clean eating, a paleo, a two cheat days, two cheat meals a week. You know, I go through phases and waves. Um, during this quarantine, I'm sticking strictly to keto because we're not doing as much. Um, and it was easier to transition into it and having that like keto flu for a week and being an angry <laughs> person. My mom's cooking. She just commented. Um, she made me some keto meals last week, some keto chicken parm. It was delicious. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Just to kind of give some insight to the listeners out there, Casey was mentioning about how fat is highly caloric. It's actually um, over two times more than proteins and carbs. And um, these fats will burn slower over time and give you long lasting energy, not quick boosts, but energy that kind of like are in a reserve tank over the course of your day. Um, you'll see athletes or like what Casey was saying, like in more active days or, um, shows and whatnot, your carbs will come into play as quicker energy, especially the more specific you get with the certain types of carbs you choose. Um, let's say like a banana, um, for instance, that's also got sugar in there that you can just kind of burn up and use, um, at a, at a quick instant that you need it. Um, but yeah, now more than ever with the quarantine going on. Um, yeah. You can definitely just hit up that high protein fat diet for sure. Um, how do you give yourself mentally the uh, leeway and grace to mm, not be at your best? I've been talking a lot to clients about not only in their fitness, but like with auditioning and whatnot, that our goal is to win the day every day. But we have to have the understanding that sometimes we'll lose, but we just have to win more days than we lose. And totally. the more we do that, the further ahead we'll go. But we will lose. So yeah. how do you combat that mentally of just accepting that? Um, I try then to do all that I can to take the um, – the factors out that I have no, that I have concern. I, I try to remove the factors that I have control of. So if I'm going into an audition room, I want to make sure that if I, if it's not my day and I, you know, cracked on a higher note or I didn't sound as good as I knew I could have um, because of phlegm or allergies or whatever, that it wasn't because I didn't do a voice lesson every day last week and didn't prepare all my material before going in and come in as, as knowledgeable as I could. And that's like, 
stuff happens, you know, like if I know that I put the effort in and then failed, it's like, that wasn't really on me. I mean, it, like it, it was, but it wasn't because I didn't do the best I could. It just was not a great day. Um, and then in my life in general, I think that, you know, we have ebbs and flows and good days and bad days. And again, if, if I'm putting the work in nine times out of 10, that one time out of 10, it's like, you know what? I just don't feel like it. And I, I've worked hard enough and I've put enough good energy in there that I can take today off. I can take the weekend off, you know, because I just don't want to, especially this quarantine has showed me that in particular. I mean, I was texting with my, my mom can attest to this. I was texting with my family yesterday and I was like, today's not going to be a good day. I wasn't answering texts. I wasn't answering phone calls. Um, and then I texted, or that was on Friday or on a Thursday. And then yesterday I texted in the morning and I was like, you know what? Uh, we knew yesterday wasn't going to be a good day. I feel better today. I just needed to be in my feelings and acknowledge that this sucks. <laughs> and you have to give yourself permission to do that. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Yes. I'm so thank you for sharing that. Because yeah. now more than ever, do we need to, to realize that and have that understanding? Yeah. Um, let's say this podcast is released and people are listening and you are back to normal life. What are you looking forward to most um, when that happens? Oh, <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, um, you can say a couple things. I miss the gym, honestly, because that has become like, coming home. Yes, I'm probably going to come home before everything opens up. But um, my mom commented, if you can't see it. Because what's your, what's your mom's name? Joanne. Joanne, you <laughs> are the star of this uh, Zoom call and our Built for the Stage podcast episode. Everyone listening, once again, we're on <laughs> Zoom right now. And uh, Casey's uh, seeing some comments from his mom. But yeah. okay, so going home, going to the That's gym. Going home, yeah. Going to the gym because that's become such a haven for me um, to like reset and and escape life um, for two hours or an hour or whatever and just like focus entirely on myself. So I'll look forward to that. Doing the show, man, I miss performing so much already. And I know that, you know, we have our outlets here and we have to find ways to be creative and to entertain. But sometimes that's not always my thing is to be like, okay, what am I going to do on it? on Instagram to perform? What am I going to do to write the next best musical? Like, you know, five times out of 10, that's not me. Two times out of 10, it's like maybe an impetus. And there's the occasional time that I'm like, I'm going to do something like that. I like going to my job and performing and, and getting the outlet there and maybe going to class and, and doing all that. Um, so I'm looking forward to having that back, having the show and that outlet. I think it's going to give us like not only a greater appreciation, but also like the ability to realize what is worth getting worked up over and yeah. what is like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm blessed and happy to have to be going through this as opposed to not having it at all. Yeah. Um, totally. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that as well, man. Thank you so much. I woke yeah. up today on this dreary Saturday in New York and I'm like, Oh, all the bad vibes. And then you just like revived me. I'm, I, I rose from the ashes. Thank you so much. Stronger than before. Every day you rise stronger than before or you don't. And then the next day is stronger than before. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks so much, Casey Garvin, yes, for being on Still for the Stage podcast. Guys, once again, if you want to check out Casey, go to Instagram at Casey Garvin. Um, make sure you check him out. And this is Doubtfire. And go to Built for the Stage on Instagram. Give us a follow. Check out the website, builtforthestage.com. 
fill out that free trial and uh, we'll be on our way with getting you one step closer to starring in this little show called Your Life. It's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.